good morning ladies and gentlemen and welcome to my podcast on today today is monday so i hope y'all have a hope y'all have a wonderful and amazing monday y'all probably getting up getting dressed for work is your kids ready for school whatever the case may be but i hope you have a great and awesome monday today we're fasting from wrong thinking and today we're at day 33 and day 33 33 state god is mad at me how many of y'all think god is mad at them i do i'm not gonna lie sometimes i feel like he's mad and upset with me because of stuff that i have done in the past or whatever so i feel like sometimes god is mad at me because i know like i know i shouldn't be doing some stuff but sometimes i feel like that god is really mad at me and i pray to god that he's not mad at me Um, today we're passing from the wrong today we're passing from the thought that said God is mad at me many people think this re- this reason many people think this think the reason bad things are happening is because God is mad or against them or perhaps you think that you think he's over overly against you but that's not but that's but that's but that he's just not aggressively helping you. If you think God is mad, you feel discouraged and rejected. You won't accept good things to happen. Let's take this captivity. The word captivity means to conquer with a sword. We conquer we conquer wrong things, wrong thinking with the word of God. So when y'all think God is mad at you because you know he's not there with you. He's not helping you or whatever the case may be. So we're gonna change that way of thinking today. So number one state, God is not mad at you. He is mad about you. God is not mad at you. He's mad about you. There's something I started saying many years ago when I discovered God loves. When you accept this thought, you have confidence and respect and confidence, expectation, and peace. How do I know this? It is true. Romans chapter 8, verse 38 through 39 say, Nothing can separate you from the love of God. You are forgiven and you are loved. So that means nothing can separate you from the love of God. Can't know. Hmm nothing like no no you go out there you do do your own thing like you go out there if you do drugs or you know just different stuff nothing can separate you from the love of god nothing nothing whatever you do in your past nothing can separate you god so you are forgiven he loves you and he is for you. So he's not against you because God said you forgive it. Given and he said nothing can separate you from the love of God. Nothing. Can you imagine that nothing can separate you no matter what people may say or how people may talk to you? Jesus said there's nothing that can separate you from his love. Number two, think, think this new thought. God has loved me as much as he loves me. Think this thought. God loves me as much as as he loved Jesus. In John chapter 17, verse 23, Jesus said to the Father, that the world world may know that you sent me and loved them much as you had loved me. What's amazing? What's amazing? True, God loved us so much he loved Jesus. So God loved us so much that he loved his only begotten son. No, that's his son. He died on the cross and all that type of stuff. So he loved his son just that much. Loved him just that much. Just imagine you have to give your child up like that. Like 
God had to do for Jesus and Jesus died on the cross. Just imagine doing that. But he came back. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So that means you can be saved, you can be forgiven, all that type of stuff. Number three. He thinks precious thoughts about you all the time. In Psalms chapter 139, verse 17 through 18, say, How precious are your thoughts towards me, O God? If I if I should count them, they should outnumber the sin. When I wake in, I'm with you. So God thinks about you all the time. He thinks about you day and night. Whenever you might not be thinking about Jesus, God is thinking about you. God is always thinking about you. He said, how precious are your thoughts towards me? Oh God, if I should count them, they sh- they will outnumber the sin. When I awaken, I am with you. So he's always when you wake up in the morning, God is right there waiting with you, waiting for you to conquer the day, help you along this path, help you along this worldly world. Number th- four, what God said to Jesus is the same for you. You are my beloved son. So you are his beloved son, your beloved daughter, whatever. You are his beloved son. In you, I am well pleased. Mark chapter 1, verse 11. Hallelujah. He does not sound mad at Jesus. He sounds mad about him. Well, in 1 John chapter 4, verse 13, say, say, as he as he is, so are we. So God is mad about us. The same love we have for Jesus, the same love he has for us. So just know that God is not mad at you. He's not upset with you. Yes, we go through suffering. In our life, we mess up, and our, but God is not mad at you. He's mad about you. There's nothing God is holding holding back from you. Romans chapter eight, verse twenty. Romans chapter eight, verse thirty-two say, He did not spare His only Son, but deliver Him from up, deliver Him up from all of us. How shall He not? How shall He not also with His freely give us all things? Rejoice in truth. Let me read that again. Chapter Romans chapter 8, verse 32 say, He did not spare his own son, but deliver him up from us all. Oh, me, all. Oh, how shall he not also with him freely give us all things? Rejoice in truth. Nothing, there's nothing God is holding back for us. So, you know, you might think God managed you because you did some things in your past or whatever. God is not holding nothing back for you. That's the enemy telling you that God is mad at you. God don't want to deal with you, whatever the case. That is the enemy. Just know the enemy come to steal, kill, and destroy. But God said, I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Just know that. Okay, number six, you are not condemned. Romans chapter 8, verse 1 says, There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. God approves you because of your faith in Jesus, not because you have done anything right. God love you for, God love you. God love for you is unnegotiable. Jeremiah 33, chapter 33, verse 3 say, He loves you with everlasting love. It is unstoppable love. You are not condemned. So, you know how how some people are, um, you know, you feel like you messed up your whole life as you went out. Say if you had some kids out of wedlock, you know, you think God is mad at you like, God is not going to bless me. God is not going to send me nobody because I messed up. And I, God is not mad at you because of that. God still loves you no matter what. He said there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. God approves you because of your faith in Jesus. Not because you, would, not because you have done everything right. God loves you for God loves 
for you is non-negotiable. In Jeremiah 31, chapter chapter 31, verse 3 say, He loves you with everlasting love. It is an unstoppable love. You know how some people like, um, I'm gonna say men, you know, I'm not saying all men like this, but I'm just saying men. You know, men be like, um, I love you, but you know, men, people can say I love you all the time, but don't really mean it. But when God says He loves you, He loves you regardless of what you do in life, regardless of how you go out, you can go out there and cut somebody out. You might have to pay the consequences because you didn't cut nobody out. But God, God loves you no matter what. You can go out there. I mean, God loves you no matter what. I mean, you go. I mean, you know, say for instance, you just mad at mad at somebody or something. You tell them a piece of your mind. God still loves you, honey. You go out there and have kids out of wedlock. You're not even mad. God still loves you. So He said, "There's no condemnation." I'm gonna tell you this story. Yeah, my, you know. <laughs> so. When I had got back into church or whatever, when I was going through my little, my little, you know what I tell you, I deal with. When I was going through my little space, not my face, but when I was going through what I had to go through, I thought Jesus was mad at me. I really thought he did, was. Because I thought that he was mad at me because I done had three kids out of the way like, and I'm sitting there listening to church people. You know how church people tell you stuff. And it's like, well, Jesus made it. You must have did something. I'm thinking, like, I know I have done some stuff wrong, but I would, they wouldn't think that God would be that mad at me that he caused this kind of hurt, pain on me. I was like, I oh, know he ain't mad. But I, for the longest, I thought he was mad at me. I thought he was dis- had this on me. I was like, why would God do that to me? If everybody said God is so loving, why would he do that to me? I mean, I really thought he was really mad at me. So it took a while for me to know that, yes, I had three kids at a like Yes, I know I shouldn't have did what I did. I know I wasn't lied and did everything right. No, whatever. But God still loves me. He loved me unconditional. So I had to get to that point where, okay, yes, I messed up in the past. But that don't discredit me for what I have, what God does for me. God loves me. For me, I mean, God love. He be mad about. Me. I always tell people when people be messing with me or talk about me, I say, I better be careful. Cause I got a daddy. He don't play when it comes to his children. They're just like, what? People think I'm crazy, but I, people think I'm crazy when I say it. But I don't. I be like, Jesus don't play when it comes to his children. So um, I can remember one day I was on this site and this man got mad at me about something, and I had to give him a piece of my mind. Meaning like, I gave him a piece of my mind. It was this neighborhood app or whatever that I have. And um, he said something, and I say, if I was you, I would be careful. <laughs> if I was you, I'd be careful because I am a child of God. And you are, like, he was just talking about me for no apparent reason. Like, this man knew who I was or whatever. And I just say, you better be careful who you are. I mean, you better be careful because you just don't know. Uh, I am a child of God, and he don't play with it come to his church. That's all I said. Don't you know these people block me? I think I scared because. I had to get to that point where I knew who I was in Christ. I knew that um, God was not mad at me no more. I, I had to really, really know that he was not mad at me. So when y'all think that God is mad at you and all that type of stuff, God is not mad at you. God is mad about you. When somebody do something to you, he's like, wait a minute, what they do to my child? It's just like any parent because I'm a parent of three. So if somebody make them mad, I'm about to go to war. 
what happened, what they say. I don't care if it's a teacher. I don't care who they are. Teacher, parent, I do not care. So this thinking you like a parent and God is your parent, or whatever, he's mad. He is mad about you. Let somebody do something to you. Oh, he'll be like, okay, I got you. Don't worry about it, boo-boo. You know how we be telling like it? Don't, I got you. Don't worry about it. That's how God is about us. So now we're at think it and say it. Think it and say it. Today is say, God is not mad at you. God is not mad at you. He's mad about you. He loves me. He loves me as much as Jesus. He thinks precious thoughts about me all the time. I'm his beloved and he is mine. There's nothing God is holding back from me, and he did not hold back the best. Therefore, he won't hold back the rest. I refuse to be condemned. I am forgiven. I reject the thought that he's mad at me or against me. God is for me, not against me. His love towards me is unstoppable in Jesus' name. So God is not mad at you. He is mad about you. His love is so precious. He think good thoughts about you. When them thoughts come in, I'm like, oh, you this and that. They nobody but the enemy. Nobody. Because God think good thoughts about you. Um, it said, I'm your beloved and, he, and you are his. So, God is my beloved and so is, he is mine. He said that he's not holding nothing back from you. He did not hold back the best. Therefore, he cannot hold back the rest. Hmm. He said, so I he said, I refuse to be condemned. I'm forgiven. Know that you are forgiven. I don't care what you did in your past. You are forgiven. Re- forgiven. Just repent and ask God to be, and you are forgiven. I said, reject the thought that he's mad at you or against you. God is for you, not against you. His, his love towards you is unstoppable. So there's nothing that can separate you from the love of God. Nothing, 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 nothing. Nothing. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to my podcast on today. I hope y'all have a blessed and amazing Monday. Share this. Tell people about my podcast. And I know we are at day 33, so I'm going to come up with another fasting thing. I just don't know yet, but we're going to do another fast. Maybe it's a 21-day fast or whatever the case may be. We're going to do this fast from wrong thinking. We got to get our minds in control Get our minds on track with God. Renew our mind each and every day. Ask God to flood your mind with good thoughts. Ask God to cover your mind with the blood of Jesus because you know that the enemy comes in with those fire doors telling you this and that. And just know it's not coming from God. It is coming from the devil. Just know that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But God said, I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I hope y'all have an amazing and awesome Monday.